Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. and welcome to Ohio Mysteries. We will get to our story in a moment, but first, I want to give a big shout out to Kelly Foster and Yvonne Allen. They are both new Patreon members, and we appreciate your support. If you would like to become a Patreon member, head on over to patreon.com slash ohiomysteries and consider donating to us. There you will have access to bonus episodes, including interviews with detectives on some of our episodes. But right now, let's throw another log on the fire, campers. It's time for a new mystery. I'm your co-host, Steve Yoder, and with us, as always, is our storyteller and award-winning journalist who spent 30 years telling these kinds of stories with the Acker Beacon Journal, Paula Schleiss. Hi, everybody. They murdered the nice sister. That was the message the family of Don Hickman put on a billboard to get the attention of the public in 2019. It had been 10 years since their loved one had been killed in her Heath, Ohio home. Don's sisters provided a photo of the three of them, young women smiling for the camera, an arrow pointing at the short brunette in the middle. She was the nice sister, Michelle Laverty, told a reporter for a story about the billboard. I'm not nearly as nice as she was, and neither is my sister Rosie. Michelle said this with a little chuckle. It took a long time for the sisters to be able to chuckle again, because it was Michelle and Rosie who found Dawn on that cold winter day in 2009, strangled, wrapped in blankets, and stuffed into her closet. They would like to know who did that. Dawn was born in 1962. Her given name was Priscilla Dawn, but she didn't use her first name. As a matter of fact, most folks called her by her nickname, Dondi. She was bubbly and outgoing, a bundle of energy in a petite frame, just four foot ten inches, 104 pounds, with brown hair and hazel eyes. Dawn loved animals, volunteered to work with them, and usually had several pets of her own. She loved to camp, and being the nice sister also made her everyone's favorite aunt. Sister Michelle said every Thanksgiving, Dawn would come a day early to help her cook and prepare. Then she'd spend the night 
and wake early the next morning to watch the Macy's Day Parade with her niece. In 2009, Dawn was 46 years old and lived in Heath, a city in Licking County and a half hour's drive from Columbus. She lived in a gray and white mobile home in a trailer park off Thornwood Drive. She was married but living alone at the time. Her husband was serving a three-year sentence for vehicular assault. She had been supporting herself with a job at Sunfield, a metal stamping plant in nearby Hebron, but she had only been there three months before she was laid off in December. That was a couple of weeks before her disappearance. She also worked out of her home, grooming dogs. Like Dawn's sisters, her neighbors also thought of her as a bright personality. She was always smiling when you saw her, neighbor Penny Bates would later tell a reporter. It's why neighbors grew worried when they hadn't seen Dawn since just after the start of the new year. There had been no lights in her windows for days. On January the 15th, the neighbors called the Heath Police Department, and Heath Police reached out to Dawn's family. The sisters began searching for her, hanging missing persons flyers about town, even posting one by the time clock in the factory where she had worked the previous month. Then, on Sunday, January the 18th, they returned to her home to feed her dog, and that's when they made the chilling discovery tucked into the corner of a closet. The date of Dawn's death was never determined. Neighbors couldn't agree on whether they had last seen her January 5th or 12th. She'd been discovered on Sunday, January 18. A coroner's report estimated she could have been dead for up to five days. Police tried to put together a timeline of Dawn's movements, but there was so little to go on. Since she didn't have a regular job outside the home, fewer people saw her, and there was no routine to guide them. Plus, it was the middle of winter, with snow on the ground. Folks weren't spending a lot of time outdoors. Dawn may have been outgoing, but it wasn't an outgoing kind of season. Still, police did have a very good lead. Neighbors had seen a man entering Dawn's home on Tuesday, January the 13th. They'd seen him at Dawn's four or five times before, and they offered incredible detail. He was a tall man, at least six foot four inches, being pole skinny, and in his 40s or 50s. He was missing most of his top front teeth, had sunken in cheeks, and his sandy brown hair was for the most part shaved. They also described tattoos. The one on his right arm might have been a skeleton. There was a spider web on an elbow. And on his right upper chest, something that looked like a woodpecker face with a cigar. The subject drove an older Ford Ranger, possibly as old as the 1980s. It was described as junky, all in primer gray with no shine, as if it had been spray-painted. It had two doors, a regular-sized cab with a sunroof, and an extended bed. Police have never figured out who this man is, and no one has ever been arrested, though investigators say they have interviewed more than a 100 people, and a few they called persons of interest.
Heath Police Chief David Heron told WSYX in Columbus that as the years go by, the case is gaining urgency. Suspects can pass away, he said. You'd want to have this solved immediately if everything falls into line, but clearly this was not one of those cases. Police do have DNA evidence collected from the murder scene. It's been tested and retested each time there's an advancement in the technology, but it's never found a match in any existing database. Most of Dawn's acquaintances offered their DNA and were ruled out. A composite sketch of the tattooed man the neighbor saw has been circulated, and at least for a time there was a Crime Stoppers reward. Finally, in 2019, Dawn Sisters purchased that billboard at East Main and Moore Streets in Newark to draw attention to the still unsolved crime. At the time, Sister Michelle pleaded for information. If you have any moral compass at all, she said, if you ever in your life wanted to do the right thing, then don't do this to my family anymore. Please let it end for us. Tips have dried up as the years have passed, but investigators say they have reason to believe more than one person knows what happened to Dawn. If you have any information, please call Heath Police at 740-522-2141. That's it for tonight, listeners. For photos, news clippings, and more on this and every episode, hop on over to ohiomysteries.com. Also, for more shows like ours, head on over to killerpodcasts.com. We are a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.